Your support is greatly needed. Greatly appreciated. And we utilize 100% of the support in the continuing effort to not only bring you cutting edge research, but to support the technical aspect, the media aspect, as well as the living examples of the research. It is one thing. All right, family, today we got a guest. Today we got a guest, but tomorrow we will be back with human engineering. Tomorrow we will be doing class number five, I think, or number six. And it's going to be a doozy. It's going to be a doozy because we're going to talk about I am athlete. And Kevin Gates, I can't even believe it, man. <laughs> That's all I can say is I can't even believe it. In fact, we would be discussing it today, but today we got a guest, and you know we got some stuff to do today. So, um, no class today, but class tomorrow. It's gonna be crazy. We're on tomorrow. Gracias. We will also be talking about the new and improved 40-day fast tomorrow. So tomorrow's class is going to be live. We're going to get a sneak peek at the gold book. man they lied when they said it never rains in southern california so i hope i don't get choppy or nothing man it's 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 cats and dogs out of nowhere that's why i was acting weird earlier i was like man what because when i was in the whip i'm like oh it ain't really it kept it's like they got a switch on it's like they keep turning it on and off on and off it's weird i believe that might be a thing you know it dropped hard one second but you know peace and blessings to the divine family you know what i mean it's Crip Jesus, author of the Blue Bible. You know, I'm chilling, baby. You feel me? I'm feeling so, highly inspired by you 
in your new endeavors, man. I've been watching you. Black love is real. You know what I mean? You got me reading the captions and all that. <laughs> you know, a lot of people posting that too. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta tap into my black love energy out there. Yeah. But so let me ask you this, man, because you you sent me the title. And I'm like, man, what is Crip Jesus going to say tonight? The Negro Asiatics. Yeah. So, you know me, man. You know, since we met, I'm very big on, you know, the smoking gun. You know, you know. I remember when we was doing our thing on that one channel, you used to always be like, All right, what's your thing today? What's your thing today? You know what I mean? What's your smoking gun? So, my Back. thing is, we've heard the term the asiatic black man we've heard the term you know the asiatics as far as with our moorish brothers we've heard the term you know just asiatics period maybe some dudes like you know york whatever the hell uh we've heard you know the 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 black presence whatever but what we haven't heard well no let me stop being cocky i can't say what we haven't heard but what i haven't heard i stumbled across is negro asiatic now I didn't I don't think I should hear that, right? I don't think it's a proper term, but this is what I'm trying to say. It's actually a legal term. I didn't know that. So with me being somebody that's real big, yeah, on you know, digging up the papers and defining and arguing and debating, I'm like, wait, hold on, I need to come across this with the master teachers. So neither have I. So when uh and I want I want everybody to know that's watching, this is a racist term, yes, because it's like ism on the back of race, it means you're dealing with the science of it. And I'm not saying this is right and exact or correct. I'm saying the, the people who invented the science of race, racism, this is how they defined these. The problem is that it's a big, uh, I don't want to, you know, overuse the cliche word conspiracy or anything like that. It's very much to their advantage. Okay. After these messages, we'll be right back. Okay, it's with how the land is divided, it's very much to their advantage to not recognize this term. It's a term they used when they needed to use it. So, uh, me, you know, I'm very big on because you know I come from the streets where we used to just smoke a lot of weed and talk about a bunch of random topics. So I'm I'm very big on staying in order and structured. So if y'all remember, uh, it's about like a, it's like it's almost like a trilogy we're doing now. You know what I mean? So uh two episodes ago I came and we were discussing uh it turned into a discussion about you know aboriginals versus Africans. Which one are we? The people that are defined as black or negro or you know lost 
slaves, descendants, whatever, up here in North America. So in this discussion, I presented some information from some lawsuits showing that there were people traveling back and forth from Africa free and sovereign and even wealthy and rich. And even many of them owned slaves and not always just that those of our phenotype, even white slaves. You feel what I'm saying? And I was showing this to show that the the big scheme of suppressing certain information is for two reasons I've seen. For land grabs, to make sure we can't get access to certain land, because now that we spread out through all these cities and there's, you know, different seeds spread around, you know what I mean? We don't understand the value of our names. We don't understand the, uh, the descent and how the claims a lot of these things. And a lot, of, a lot of that land's been illegally took. You see a trail of tears. You see Oklahoma. You know what I mean? So you have that reason for them to disrupt and distort the understanding of our last names, but also uh, a dis disruption, distortion of the history is for the most obvious reason that I'm surprised a lot of our people don't catch on to. For uh, inferiority complex. This gives a consistent inferiority complex when you make sure that anyone of any type of dark skin is taught oh well any name you have any history you have it doesn't account it doesn't account to you you're the slave of that so even if you test your blood it goes back to egypt and you're the pharaoh you must have been the slave of the pharaoh that's how you got that blood you feel what i'm saying if you got jefferson blood in you it's because you know some slave master that was jefferson had sex with somebody on your side you're always on the losing side here's what's so funny about it we do all these arguments with the Abo Africa thing, not realizing that about a hundred years ago, I man, forget a hundred years ago. What, what would you say? Because this is your specialist. This is your specialties. How long ago did they start the DNA testing with the blood and all that? <laughs> Yo, it's laughable because they just discovered blood, period. 1901, 1903, something like that. So, so all these arguments we have about DNA testing, listen. Watson Crick didn't figure out DNA till like 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. Less so than that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So all these arguments we have in our... This is it. We get to change the world right now. Right in this moment. We get to change the world. We get to show the world that we could go gold, we could go platinum with knowledge, information, saving lives. We get to show the world that we can do well. My bad, we're going to figure that out real quick. But in the meantime. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, they just figured out blood at the turn of the century. Uh, Carl Landsteiner and then you got Francis Crick or something like that. Crick and Watts or something like that. They just mapped, quote unquote, started the beginning process. Because you can't say they mapped DNA. They didn't really know much, even though they figured out some stuff. They did. So, but they just start unraveling and understanding some of the ideas surrounding DNA within the last 50 years or so. So it's not all of those sciences that they claim are definitive are in fact very new and far from definitive so and my thing is these laws that we i mean even these terms like uh, mulatto or african slave 
these terms are based on eugenics and racism because they didn't have no blood testing. You feel me? There was nothing like you're African, say if you're this type of they were looking at you saying, Oh, you're dark skin, okay. African black, oh, get over here. Okay, you're and they didn't care if they knew exactly what you were. You could have came just from the royalty of France, stepped right off the throne, and you're the light skinned one and you're the dark skinned one. Okay, you're now the African and you are now the this. You get what I'm saying? So Negro Asiatic is a term that is dealing with the people that look just like me and you all throughout Asia. The reason why it's coupled up like that, Negro, then Asiatic, they had already defined Negro as far as what they were going to define as a Negro, this derogatory term, this term that they were using. So once they went throughout Asia, they found what they defined as Negro Asiatics. This is why the term Asiatic is so popular within those groups like uh, Nation Islam, more Science, all of that, because you see how they divide all of our history. And they'll say, it's, oh, this is part of Asia's history. You know, North Africa, Northwest Africa, uh, East Africa, Northeast Africa. They'll just snatch it from us and say, oh, no, Asia, Asia, Asia. No, Asia, Asia. You know what I'm saying? But that's because, like it says in our lessons, that a lot of the 5% don't understand when it's talking about we use the term Asia as a universal term. They divided everything up. That's why Europe is so small compared to the rest of the continents. It's, it's a political division. You feel me? Uh, I actually sent you a YouTube video. I want you to show while I switch over because I want to switch over the device. I don't want to keep falling. But in the meantime... We're going to figure it out. It ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, you heard? Whoa. How the fuck you out here going to protect? I should have saw the signs. How could I miss that? Bro, I know niggas on that. I Blue stand magic. by it. I guarantee it. Blue magic. That's what you want, bro. Blue I actually sent you a little YouTube video. I'm pretty sure it's clear that I wanted to uh wanted you to play. Or we can go straight to the presentation, however you want to do it. 
What is it? The YouTube video. It's called the uh, the Asiatic Black Man Part One. It's a song or it's some info. No, it's somebody's little, you know, they little presentation about the same topic. That's why oh. I said if you want, I could just go into mine. I didn't see it. You sent it to you sent it. It's in your uh, it's in the private chat. Oh, private chat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. But like I was saying though, okay, uh, there's two ways to approach this. So we have the understanding of that the planet Earth that we are on. If we don't deal with it from a scientific point, we don't we don't understand that it has seen many forms. It's just not even about just going straight to Pangea on, like you like to go straight to. What'd you say? Giving it your all. I know thy works and tribulation. And I'm just making sure I got it. This the right joint. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, go ahead. Uh, finish it. Uh, let me know when you want to play. Yeah, so you know, we can go straight to Pangea, but we can have that argument. You know, some people go flat earth, round earth. That's not the point. The point is the earth as it is at this moment, especially with these short spans of life that we live, we don't see how much it moves and changes in the landscape and the in the way the water goes here and was frozen at this moment. It goes through many changes. So, in the midst of those changes, there is documentation of you know, the past. Now, I'm careful when I say history because that's his story. You feel what I'm saying? And his story only goes so far back. But when you look at all the stories, or, well, I can't say I know all the stories. Anybody knows all the stories. But when you start putting a lot of the stories together, when you actually look, listen, observe, and respect other people's culture, you start to realize that there's a common denominator here. And there's a lot of different... Uh, major world events that a lot of people agree upon you know what i mean different uh, geological major disasters and so on and so forth so with this with these shifts in the environment are shifts in the population so the asiatic people is all of us now the reason why it's uh confined and restricted to the people of the far east today is because Everything in the West has been colonized. Remember, even the word colony itself, colonia, it's a Latin term that goes back to the Roman Empire. So ever since they've started their machine with the, you know, even before Catholicism, just the Roman Empire as a whole, which is another conversation, you know what I mean? But goes back to the last video, we're talking about the Berbers and so on and so forth. <clears throat> when we look at this as a whole, what I'm showing you is these are total... I would can't even say nations or societies. That's a small term. These are total uh, racist, you know what I'm saying, of people. These are total uh, societies and civilizations being wiped out of existence through paper genocide, straight up. These people still exist. That's just like when I found out about Gullah Geechee through my grandfather and all that. I found out that we were considered extinct until 1999. That's why it's so hard to find the information. That's why when I start digging deeper, I start having all this connection with the Haitian people and even the uh, different tribes throughout Canada. And I start finding out that there was this French empire. Like these are cultures that have been buried through paper genocide. They just erase them out of their story, his story enough until it's 
erased out of our mind. It's just like I wrote in my book, the Blue Bible. Uh, the people of Adam wrote his story into our minds. They wrote slavery into our minds. They wrote, you know what I mean, these uh, small narratives that we have into our mind. Okay, everybody went on the boat right here and they got dropped off right there. And it's not that simple. We are the original people of the entire planet Earth. It's not just about here. You feel what I'm saying? It's about here, there, 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 everywhere. And that's why if you look at Malcolm X, he never was a real threat to the system until he went out the country and came back. You feel me? When you look at uh, even Jeff Ford that's still incarcerated now, he became a threat to the country once he linked up with Gaddafi out the country. You feel what I'm saying? It's like when you're dealing with the international, this is when you start to bring the third eye into perspective of who we are as a as humans. You feel me? As opposed to just dividing by terms and these false narratives and histories we learn in these classrooms as opposed to just basic, who are you? You feel me? So this is a basic, who are we? You know what I mean? We have been spreading throughout the Far East for millions of years, but we're not dealing with that. We're dealing with even just in the last, you know, few hundred years, the last few thousand years, all these years that we talk about right now that deal with religion or that deal with uh, the caste system or our identities as we see them today include what I'm talking about here. So that's why you see Negro on the front of Asiatic. This was defined by the United States. You feel what I'm saying? This was uh, even the British though. So the 1740 uh, Negro Act that we were talking about last time was redefined in the United States of America for the use here for these terms of Indian, Mestizo, Mulatto, Quadroon, and that was in what's known as the uh, the uh, the Negro Law of South Carolina. That was put together in 1848. So in here, in that section that we were talking about last time, it, it divides these groups for a reason, because when the British uh, defined what they were, when the British made the law to define Negro in 1740, they had treaties signed with the Egyptians, with the Moors, and what, what they defined as Negro Asiatics, such as the Lashkars. So the Egyptians at the time were the Mamelukes. They were a mixture, but they identified as white. The Moors were a mixture with a similar Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, you said they identified as white? <laughs> yeah, the, Mam the Mamelukes, the Mamelukes, yeah. Yeah, they was identifying as even back then? Well, I mean, you, you know, know now we got an epidemic of identifying as, you know what I'm saying, like it's crazy. No, 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 I'm going to be real, see, the Mamelukes did have a white history, it's a slave history though, see, this goes into our backwards thinking us being, you know, Americanized and always looking down on the blacks. So at that point, the, uh, the, uh, okay, so the Romans were controlling the Egyptian uh, state in the uh, earlier years, right before Islam came and, and invaded. So at that time, you had a city called Babylon in Egypt. <clears throat> and in this city is where the Romans, you know, held as their capital. And 
the reason was they didn't let them have autonomy no more. It was no more like an Egyptian leader there who's like paying taxes to the Romans and he had no they that ended with Cleopatra. They ran it now as a foreign, you know what I mean? Kind of like how we run Puerto Rico. So <clears throat> when the Arabs came or the Muslims, this is just a division dealing with religion and language. When they invaded, the people they were running out were the Romans. And the other groups that were there, they they helped them. That's why it was so easy. And at first they didn't, though. I'm not going to lie. This is, you know, yeah, read about it. So it's a long story. But once they came in and they implemented, you know, Islam and everything, uh, slavery was brought as well. So it became a caste system. Now, a lot of the slaves were what we call today white people. And in Islam, a slave can use, you know, their education to rise up. This is how the Moors were able to. A lot of those Moors that were freed in North Africa were former slaves under the Romans. And they were able to, you know, you know, speak Arabic, go to the schools or the institute, you know, the temples or whatever and rise up. They become kings or whatever, however they do. So through the military at times. So this same opportunity was offered to those being captured from the uh, Caucasus Mountains and, uh, you know, over there in the Turkish areas, you know, that's that all the places that got the stand names now, Turkestan, Akastan, Akastan. So a lot of uh, Central Asia <clears throat> and uh, over there by uh, also the Caucasus Mountains. Yeah, they would take these people, the Slavics, and they bring them down. They, um, uh, a lot of times they get women from out there and marry them in. But don't get it twisted. They was also doing this to the Sudanic region, the Nubians as well. So the Mamelukes was a mixture. They would like to paint it in the books as just white because they identified as white. But they were a mixture. You know what I mean? Uh, however, here's the thing, though. And I'm going to just say this for this episode. Because in that law, it separates the Egyptians. And I'm just going to say it for everybody. The Egyptian identity is a white identity. Think about it. The indigenous people of the Nile River did not identify as Egyptian. That's what made Chancellor Williams' book such a hit. He proved that the original people that built that civilization were the Kushites, were the Nubians, not the Egyptians. The Egyptians were the ones in the north that were been mixing for thousands of years. That's why they wear the eyeliner and the purple skirts and all that weird shit. You see, in the Blue Bible, let me go grab my book, but I'll do that after we put the presentation. But in the Blue Bible, I break, I separate the real from the fake. That's why I'm breaking down, you know, uh, Khufu. I don't even call him Pharaoh because we didn't use that term. Lord Khufu, Lord Narmer, all that. These people, they didn't dress like that. They dressed like me and you. They had they had the red, they had the red, you know, fez joint on. They'd be clean, you know what I mean? Simple. They put the five finger over their heart. This is on the so-called Egyptian statues. When the, when the term Egyptian came in, put it like this, bro. I know people probably getting mad. Like, how you talking about Egypt? Calling ourselves ancient Egyptians is like calling a Mayan or an Aztec that's over there that's been untouched, an ancient Mexican. See what I'm saying? Mexican is the brand name. So Egyptian is the brand name. The Egyptian people, they get mad at me when they when you try to make them black because they've been mixed from the jump. Uh that's why we use terms like Kemet. If you understand how the transliteration works, the ka, the ka really uh, lines up with the H in English. So it would be ham in the Bible, in the Bible's English version. So the the Hamites, the people of the Hamite, this is the Egyptians. This is this is the uh, uh, original people. You know why we say comedics or whatever. So 
for example, even in the uh, Morris Science uh, Circle 7, when he says Egyptians, he says the Hamathites. No, he says who were the Hamathites. And then he goes on with this long list of all these different groups of people that came and ruled there. Everybody focuses on the, when he says the seeds of Hagar because everybody, you know, loves the Bible and all that. And they want to make it religious. But the first thing he says, he says, who were the Hamathites? He's talking about the people of Ham, the Kam, 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 you know, Kim, or like I explained the Blue Bible, uh, going from right to left, Mecca. I'm saying because we were introduced to that that Greek way, that Hellenistic way of reading and thinking oh, 3,000 years ago. And so we've been, you know, going left to right and mixing it up. And if you go over there, though, when Islam became popular, now everybody reads right to left over there. You know what I mean? So I say all that to say that, yes, at that time, for about a good four or 500 years, the Mamelukes was in power over there. And they identify as white, for sure. And that's why you still have that attitude over there in Egypt right now. I encourage a lot of my brothers to get out that goddamn Egyptian purple skirt, eyeliner, ancient 10,000-year-ago stuff. That's cute. That's cool. But read about Egypt, what happened after the fall of Cleopatra. That's what the Blue Bible connects for you. Matter of fact, just order the Blue Bible. Go to cribgees.com. Get the Blue Bible. I connect the dots. You know what I mean? Even the brother that was uh, crowned Allah in the flesh, Al-Hakim. He's the one who reestablished the Egyptian autonomy. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me ask you this. Is the video we're getting ready to go into showing any of this? About Egypt? Or just with the breakdown? No, it's going into the Negro Asiatics. I was just, because you asked me about them identifying as white, as far as the mama. Gotcha. What I was showing was this, my bad. What I was showing was the... Because I remember you brought this up last time, so that's why I even did this presentation. I made this one. I actually did this presentation. This wasn't like an old one I dug up. I actually made this one based on how you pointed out last time. You, you was pointing out to the brother and everybody that there's a differentiation. It wasn't even so much that I was trying to say he was wrong and that there was never anybody kidnapped from Africa brought here. I was trying to say that even in the laws, if you get off the, the brand name, the umbrella terms, Negro, Blacks. You feel what I'm saying? The way they talk their head, you thinking you ain't Haitian. I ain't gonna get you. We just Negro blacks. You know what I'm saying? So we understand there's a differentiation. We're not saying within those differentiations, there was no wars. There was no captives. There was no slavery. But we're saying to, to box yourself in to this brand name story of the Negro slave in every scenario because you, you choose not to study the full history because how complex it is we're not giving ourselves a fair shot. We are a complex people. We are the original people. So even in that law, when it was saying in defining the Negro, it also differentiated the Egyptian from us. It differentiated the Moors and it differentiated the Negro Asiatics, such as last cars. Now, in that other one, I had the presentation showing the last cars. We can do that another time because. I feel like this is going to cover it better. This is going to show, it says such as last cars. This is going to show the whole Negro Asiatic. This is going to show you why they had to define it. You get what I'm trying to say now? Like, why in those laws did they have to make up a term for Negro Asiatics? What was going on? Because there was a lot of Negro, so-called Negro Asiatics, that they took uh, from Asia and even East Africa. How they look over there, like the Yemen people and the people of Somalia. Because, you know, a lot of slave trade went on, not just the uh, Arab slave trade, but the, uh, what's it called? The uh, 
like over there in Zanzibar, where they speak Swahili. This was real big. Uh, you got people like Tipa uh, Tipu Tip, like real big slave traders of East Africa, and they dealt with uh, the, the 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 bottom tip of the Indian subcontinent of Asia subcontinent, South Asia, of India, uh, what's now known as Pakistan, Punjabi, uh, Bangladesh. These were all part of what was Baharata. They have a holy book called Mahabharata. I talk about this in chapter four of the Blue Bible. Mahabharata is a holy book where it talks all about a group of people who they define as blue, who they call the Nagas, the Naga tribe, right? Like the word Niga in, in East Africa, where I'm talking about, is called the Nigas, which means kings. Now, check this out. What does all this mean? I'll show you what it means. According to this law, the Egyptians are up here in North Africa, right? So are the Moors. They separated them from what they defined as Negro, what they call ancient Berbers. We know ancient is a time before. So what they were saying was the Berbers of now, the people that look like French Montana and all that, these are the ancient of them. We're not saying that we're not connected to them. Those are our cousins. Or we're, we're like their uncles, basically. You know what I'm saying? And this is why in our lessons in the Nation of Gods and Herbs, it calls, it says, uh, Wallace Far Muhammad defines us as his uncle. Okay? So even in the laws defining what a Negro is, they separate us from that. But then they also separate us from the Negro Asiatics. Who's that? See, these are, see, check this out. It said that the last cars was not an actual like tribe and specific people. It was a general term used by the British to define these Negro Asiatics who had signed deals with them to ride these boats. And they were every, what they call the Negro that was east of the Cape of Good Hope. The Cape of Good Hope is that point right there at the bottom of South Africa. This is what they use to divide east from west on the international scale. So everything east of the good of the Cape of Good Hope that was dark like us even had different types of hair, not just from only the mixing, but even just from the different environments and from being there for so long. Because this was how you got back to the west. See, if you keep going to the far east, you get to the west. If you keep going to the far west, you get to the east. This is the last gate revealed in the Blue Bible as the Tartarian Empire, which is in tune with not only Queen Caliphia and her mystery, not saying that she's a real person, but what this story represents. Why is there this black Moorish queen riding a griffin? Right? This is all this ancient Asiatic science that's being revealed right here of this fourth gate. When you go to the far east, or to the farthest west. These are the so-called Negro Asiatics. Now, you have groups like the San people. You have groups like the uh, Bangsamora of the Philippines. You have groups like, uh, I said the Nagas, right? Uh, you have groups like the Ainu that made it all the way to the Philippines. Well, I said already, right? My bad, to Japan. You have groups like 
the Peking man of China. You have groups such as, mm, I said the Ainu, the Negritos of Southeast Asia. You have groups such as the Aborigines of Australia. All of these are branches of what they would call the Negro Asiatic. And that's what this video is breaking down, that these are, quote unquote, so-called black people as well. Word is bond. You know what I'm saying? You ready to hit the video? Yeah, yeah, the video. That was just me bringing it in, you feel me? I know I got a little wordy. Nah, he was breaking it down. You need that. And tribulation and poverty. But thou art rich. Welcome to the Black Excellence and Abundance channel. Asia. Asia is approximately 60% of the world's population. Included in this population is a group known as the Negritos. The Negritos are indigenous to Asia. This term was first applied by the Spanish sailors of the 16th century. The term is still in use today to refer to a distinct ethnic group living in various parts of Southeast Asia and the Asian Pacific Islands. According to James J.Y. Leung, author of the book, The Art of Chinese Poetry, the term Kunlun is the equivalent of Negrito in Chinese. By the way, the Kunlun in China were actually slaves. The Negritos of Asia were also known as the Aring Asli, meaning the first or original people. This term would come into use in the 1930s in response to efforts by the Malaysian government to officially recognize them as the region's earliest inhabitants. Did you hear me, folks? Let me repeat that. The Negritos, also known as the Aring Asli, were the first people or the original people in Asia. Another name they were known by was the Simang, or debt slaves. Like the people of Africa, the Negritos were abducted from their homelands and sold into slavery. Now, we never hear about these people, these Black people of Asia, but they did and they still exist, the original people of Asia, the Asianic Black man. Just as a quick recap, Negritos equal black people. Kunlun, black people. Aring Asli, the original black people of the region. Simang, dead slave, black people. All equal the same original indigenous black people of Asia. Same people, different names. Walden University is for people who want to make a difference. People just like you. You're always saying be the change. And we know that historically, when these lands are invaded, the colonizers come in, they change the names of the people, they change the names of the lands, and they chop them up. So you'll have places with different names, but it's the same land. People with different names, but it's the same people. The defining physical features of the Iring Osley include dark brown or black skin, curly black hair, and small stature. 
The average height for men is five feet five, and the average height for women is four eight. According to geneticists, these amazing people are actually the modern descendants of the first migrant populations to venture into Asia more than 50,000 years ago. These ancient people share the same genetic bonds to today's Asians. Although many modern Asians will not admit this fact, the proof is in the DNA, the land itself, and the many hidden artifacts which still exist today. They all bear witness to these facts. Archaeological finds from across the continent suggest that these hunter-gatherers once lived across Asia, from India to the southernmost regions of Japan. The southern islands of the Pacific Ocean were also once part of their domain, as well as the southern continent of Australia and the neighboring islands of, Ta of Tasmania. Now, Tasmania, that's a whole nother story altogether. And many of us are familiar with the, the Australian aboriginals, but how many of us know about the history of Tasmania? I, I encourage everyone to please look that up. So in essence, the original Asians were black people. The Asianic black man, woman, and child. Now their territory today is a very small remnant of what it once was, and that is no accident. It's by design. The Asians in power today purposely hide the original people of the lands to give the impression that they either never existed or that they no longer existed. And this, however, is not true. Unfortunately, the original people of these lands have been limited to only isolated parts of, for instance, southern Thailand, Malaysia, the Philippines, the Andaman Islands, and Papua New Guinea, just to name a few. Just imagine that. Call it what you want. But the fact is, these people have been zoned out of their own land. The Ida, or sometimes called the Ida people, are what's known to be the original black race who inhabited the Philippines before any other group invaded. Anthropologists and historians estimated that they arrived between 20,000 and 30,000 years ago. Today, their numbers are estimated to be around 15,000 people. Now they're described as people who are dark or very dark brown skin with curly to kinky Afro textured hair. And some of the altars was reportedly to have lighter hair Another key feature, according to the historians, is their small stature and small frames, which we stated earlier. Again, the Negritos, Altas, same people, different name of the Philippines. The modern day original inhabitants of the Philippines. And this is what they look like today. Or should I say what we look like today? Let's talk about the black presence in early Japan. Although the island nation of Japan is not considered a black nation, it seems indisputable that black people occupied the region which is known as Japan today. Indications of an early presence in ancient Japan have been unearthed from the most remote ages of the Japanese past. For example, on February 15, 1986, the Japanese Associated Press reported that the oldest Stone Age hut in Japan had been unearthed near Osaka. Archaeologists date the hut to be about 22,000 years ago and said it resembles the dugouts of African Bushmen, according to Cosimo Hiros of Osaka, 
Preferential Board of Education's Cultural Division. Other homes, almost as old, have been found before this, but this discovery is significant because the shape is cleaner, better preserved, and looks like the Africans, he said. Now, this information can be easily looked up online. The Ainu are an indigenous people who primarily inhabit the island of Hokkaido in Japan, but also live in the north of Hengshu in Japan's main island. There are more than 24,000 Ainu in Japan today. In 1923, anthropologist Ronald B. Dixon wrote that this early population of Japan were in the main a blend of proto-astroloids and proto-negroid types, the astroloids being the Australian aboriginals. In his last major text, published in English in 1991, the brilliant Dr. Sheikh Ante Diop pointed out, I put forward the hypothesis that the yellow race must be the result of inbreeding of black and white in a cold climate, perhaps around the end of the upper Paleolithic period. This idea is widely shared today by Japanese scholars and researchers. In 1997, former Senegalese president Leopold Sadar Senkor noted that the people who populated the island of Japan today are descendants from blacks. He stated, let us not forget that the first population of Japan was black and gave Japan their first language. Japanese proverb states that for a samurai to be brave, he must have a bit of black blood. Why must they have black blood? Shikana no Tumomura, a black man, was the first shogun of Japan. Wangichi wa gachugu. On part two of our presentation, we will be looking at black people in Thailand. Indonesia, Cambodia, Malaysia, and other places where you would not think that black people actually reside. Not only reside, but black people have been there from the very, very beginning. And let's not forget the Aboriginal Australians. The Black Excellence and Abundance Channel, where Black history is every day. Thanks for watching. Please remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And as always, never forget that thou art rich. Keep it quilted means you keep it the best. Three. Let's get to it. So, that was a lot to dump on the plate at once, I know. But I'm in tune with the chat. It looked like the people feeling it. They understand what's going on. You know, this is the Dr. Inky crowd, so we're not dealing with no, you know, no first graders. Now, just in case y'all like, man, what type of name is that, brother? Like, what you up here on, Crip Jesus? I am the author of the Blue Bible. And... I was tired of people thinking that it was just some memoir about gang banging and becoming conscious. Not at all. 
It is just what it sounds like, the Blue Bible. So I had to add a map and an index. So if you go to the back here, tap in cribjesus.com, get your copy. If you go to the back here, we can go to the word Asiatic. See that map right there? This is what I'm talking about when I'm saying when we look at the, all the continents as one. That's signed and sealed by Empress Verdiachi. Tap in, get your copy, man. We got the ebook version too. But let's go to Asiatic in the Blue Bible. Mm, right here, page 31, page 63. You can hear me, Icky? Loud and clear. Okay. Now, before I start, the Blue Bible is not about, you know, being mystical. With a name like Crip Jesus, I'm not about being funny neither, as y'all can see how I'm building. I kept the name like that because I'm very serious and I'm very straight to the point, just like my brother, Dr. Inky. We deal with reality. We are about demystifying the things that have been stripped from us through mysticism. We're bringing them back. So a lot of these things that you that sound like spooky to you, you get people like Dr. Inky, and they end up becoming mysteries that's dealing with our health. So you ain't just saying, I got melanin. I can smoke crack and float in the air. Woo! You know what I'm saying? And I give it to you so you ain't just saying, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm really black, the black, black. And you mad the whole world. No, by the time you're done with the Blue Bible, you'll be able to talk to other fellow Asiatics all globally. Tap in, get your copy. You feel what I'm saying? So the picture he was just showing is a sister from India. So for those that say, stop calling yourself black, I'm not black. No, no, no. I'm not talking about not being black today. We talking about black today. Can I get an amen, Inky? We talking about black today. We're gonna give it an amen, an so, ashe. We're gonna we're gonna put we're gonna put a little, you know, we're gonna put a little five on the black hand side. You come know? on. It's a she's so black, she blue. That's what they mean. When they talking about black people, they talking about the history of a people that look like that originally. We got grandmothers and grandfathers. We know the, the black of the berry, the sweet of the dress. What we talking about? The negrito, the kush, the shang. The, the shang was in China, we were known as that. The kush was over there in East Africa in the Arabia area. Negrito is a name that the Latins came and put on there way later, bro. So if you see her right there, that's a perfect example of what they called a naga. And if you look at the holy book, Mahabharata, it talks all about the Naga tribe, who they define as kings and queens and holy people. And to go even deeper, the, the name, because a lot of people say, uh, uh, it's called Hindustan. No, even that is a name that was put on them later. It's, it was called other things. You had other names like Jumbaraya, uh, like a sweet berry juice, but you also had the name Bharata, Baharata. That's why the book is named Mahabharata. That makes sense, right? I'm just talking about things that make sense. The book, the holy book is called Mahabharata. So it would only make sense that once upon a time they called their land Baharata. Who called their land Baharata? Who's defined in the book? The Nagas. Now we're starting to make sense. Now we're cooking the original people. So how they get there? You got to get the Blue Bible. These are the stories and the histories that was took out of not just the Bible, all the holy books. They wiped it out your memory like Man in Black with a little zapper. 
I'm about to put it back in there. Page 31. Okay. I'm gonna skip over all this other stuff. I don't want to give y'all too much. Go get your copy. But check this out. A perfect example of an Asiatic people are the San people who spread from Africa to Australia, China, India, and the Philippines, where the natives are Moors named Bangsamoro. See, y'all go look these things up later. An example of an Asiatic people in mythology is the Naga tribe of the Naga kingdom in India. Naga means serpent, and the symbol of dragons and snakes is popular amongst all Asiatic royalty, from the Aztecs in Mexico to the Shang dynasty in China. Now, the Asiatic term is important because what it's really used to determine is the what we today call indigenous because we're dealing with colonies and territories. But back then, to understand that Asiatic meant that your people were on the land before the great deluge, as they call it, before the great flood, as they call it, which was really a glacial disaster that happened 35,000 years ago. We're about to get into that in this presentation. Now, after that, as in page 31 explains, the waters of the ocean had tossed everywhere during the explosion, mm -hmm. causing many floods. After they all settled the tribe of Shabazz, sailed by boats to Yemen, Sabah, where they established the root of civilization. So for those that think I'm burnt out and I'm over here listening to the Nation of Islam talking about some Shabazz, and I sound silly, you know you shouldn't listen to Crib Jesus. No, you should listen to Crib Jesus because I'm about to break it all the way down for you. In the Bible, the tribe of Shabazz is called Sheba. In the Quran, they are Sabah, which is the day Yemen. In Farsi, Persian, they are Shabazz. That's S-H-A-H-B-A-Z. In Ethiopia, they are the Habisha with the nationality Abyssinian. Those would be like the Eritreans and the Ethiopians and the Djiboutians, all that, Somalis. In history, their empires were Kush, Nubia, and Aksum. Let's go. So I brought this for y'all just to show y'all, just to play a little show and prove. Hit that next slide for him, Hickey. Dravidian. This is for my more collegiate type of brothers and sisters. Who were the untouchables in the Aryan society? So the Dravidians, I actually wrote that up there because that is more of a collegiate term. You can see these are people that are uh, defined throughout many ancient writings of people like uh, Her Herodotus, uh, will be people like Plato and Homer, like these ancient uh, historians of the Greek. Uh, they call them Dravidians. They define a very dark people that look like how the Haitians and the West Africans look with not a lot of facial hair and all that, not a lot of body hair. And they would just have like, they wouldn't always have the kinky hair. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be like blonde, white, straight like that, but it was just not always, it was different types of hair. But as you see it in this uh, structure right here, this Buddha, this is called the Naga Buddha. He has like twisties and knots. You dig what I'm saying? And he even has them long ears from wearing the gauges. So this is a lot of culture in here. Now, the untouchables in the Aryan society, it encompassed outcasts who literally did all the dirty work. They were referred to as untouchables because they carried out the miserable tasks associated with disease and pollution, such as cleaning up after funerals, dealing with sewage, and working with animal skin. This is coming from ushistory.org, the caste system. Okay. Keep going. Because the next slide is talking about the Negritos. Now, while he's grabbing that, let me hip y'all to the other page 
on the Asiatics. It said in the Blue Bible, page 63. Now, this is the chapter that's dealing with the Amos dynasty. So the Amos family were moon people from the city of Thebes. Their ancestors existed on the planet when the earth and moon were one body known as Asiya. Now, Asiya, that's A-S-S-I-A-H, uh, in the Hebrew, in, 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 this, it's, it's in this Hebrew transliteration to be A-S-I-Y-A-H, the Asiya is actually dealing with, when you're dealing with the original man in his form, in his mental form. Before the, before the flesh form, in the more gaseous, you know, in the form of light and gas, as we were descending down into this form we are now, those would be the first three levels of self. It is at that fourth level that we reach the physical realm of self. That is what, that understanding, I'm not saying this is what you should believe, I'm saying it's within that realm and that school of thought that you get the concept and the term Asiya. Al-Asiya, a Hebrew term, ancient, ancient, like Aramaic, Arabic term, is where you get Asia from. That is broken down in the Blue Bible. Make sure you get your copy. We ain't got time for all that right now. So go, go to the next slide, brother. Right there, the next slide, yeah. The Negritos are an ancient black Chinese ethnic group who have lived in southern China for thousands of years. Please subscribe on the YouTube channel. They are believed to be descended from the original black inhabitants of the region who have lived in southern China for over 30,000 years. There are different Negrito peoples in India, mainly the Andamanese people and the Sentinelese. They live on the islands of India. You take it down a little bit. Okay, do you? They live on the islands of India. Uh, which may have been a large factor in their continued existence, as well as their aversion to contact with outsiders. However, some Andamanese peoples no longer exist because of violence and their lands being reduced by outsiders. The various ethnic groups of the Andaman Islands speak Andamanese languages and the independent language family. The Centenalese people's languages have yet to be categorized due to their aversion to outsiders. Studies of the blood groups of the Andamanese found them to be more closely related to oceanic peoples than to African pygmies. So, what you gotta understand too is that their names sound like that with the Lees and all that because the Negrito, those are all Spanish terms. You know, just like the word Philippines. This is when the Spanish came through and gave them these names. You know, they were just recognized as their, as their own nations and tribes at first. You know, so it kind of goes to what I break down here again, the root of them in the Blue Bible. I break down their ancestors existed on the planet when the earth and moon were one body known as Asiya. In the 5% nation of gods and earth, this mystery is called planet Asia. These people are called Asiatics. When the planet divided into pieces, a group of Asiatics named Shabazz settled in Africa. In English, Shabazz becomes Sheba. In Arabic, it is Sabah. In Farsi, Persian, it is Shabazz. However, in East Africa, these people are the Habisha of the Abyssinian Empire. You understand? Now, <clears throat> that's a mouthful I'm giving y'all. 
So we have to ask ourselves, where's the evidence left behind? Well, let's divide it by culture. I am Crip Jesus. I am the author of the Blue Bible. So wouldn't this fit into the category of Buddhism? So let's go to the back to the index. And let's go to Buddha. It says Blue Bible, page 26, page 28, and page 108. And in the meantime, Mickey, can you go to that next slide? I'm going to read this to him, though. <clears throat> now, the reason you never hear about these people is because for thousands of years, this is page 26 of the Blue Bible, for thousands of years, writers have attempted to erase us out of history. They claim we were wiped off the face of the earth in a natural disaster known as the flood. According to the teachings of Wallace Farr Muhammad, this global flood took place 35,000 years ago. It drove the original people of Arabia into Far East Asia, where their leader Buddha taught Buddhism. Now, do me a favor. Can you go slide down? I have, I have a thing towards the end of where I show this cataclysm I'm talking about. Like down a few more. My bad. Yeah, yeah, that, that right there. That, that right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. Now, for all my five percenters in here, all my God bodies, y'all know the knowledge cipher degree or the tenth degree of the student enrollment says, what is the birth record of said others than Islam? So Islam has no beginning, no ending. But there's two other major religions that deal with the uh, races and the peoples of the world. You have Buddhism dealing with the Far East Asiatics, and you have Christianity dealing with know the europeans the caucasians okay so it says christianity is 551 years old we'll break that down another time then it says buddhism is thirty-five thousand years old now i was always taught that buddhism started 600 years before jesus with uh siddhartha guatma buddha check this out now you see what i just told y'all that they erased the negro asiatics Right here, page 26, I'm talking about Buddhism and the Naga tribe. They erase us by claiming we were in a natural disaster, the flood. But according to the teachings of Wallace Far Muhammad, this so-called global flood took place 35,000 years ago. It drove the original people of Arabia into Far East Asia, where their leader Buddha taught Buddhism. Right? Now, look right here. During the Ice Age from about 35,000 years ago until about 11,600 years ago, Sea levels were lower due to the water in the glaciers. At the peak of glaciation about 18,000 years ago, sea level was about 85 meters lower than it is now, which is about 50 meters lower than it was when the Ice Age ended about 11,600 years ago. At 18,000 years ago, the Earth looked like this, mapped from Earth and Life Through Time by Stephen Stanley, Freeman, second edition, 1989. So there you have it. <clears throat> there was a major shift in the environment 35,000 years ago that drove the people of East Asia, the Negas, as I revealed in chapter four of the Blue Bible, the Negas, into East Asia, where they be, were known as the Nagas. The, the same symbol, the serpent people, all that. You know what I'm saying? But what religion were they? This is the original Buddhism. You feel what I'm saying? This is the original Buddhism. So, like I said, the Blue Bible also says go to page 28. Right? Get y'all copy, man. Get y'all copy, man. Look. 
The Nagas of Asia have monuments and buildings dedicated to, to them all throughout South Asia and East Asia. They are the blue gods we see in Hindu culture. When the United States dropped its atomic bombs on Japan, it focused on the city of Nagasaki because that was an ancient Naga capital. The Nagas are praised and recorded all throughout the holy book named Mahabharata. They are the blue gods of Hindu culture and mythology. The original Buddha was a Naga. Back to the presentation. I want to show this, uh, this uh, natural disaster again. Yeah, the next page. Exactly, right there. Up under it. Up under it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> about 36,525 years ago, or about the time of the Gaminga shockwave, the late Wisconsin Glacian, and the appearance of Cro-Magnus. So for all my uh, geological heads, super smart guys up here, there's some words for you to look up, or y'all already know them and y'all love them. You feel me? That's why you got to love Inky's channel. Because I don't even think I talked like this on my channel yet. He's always going to bring the science about you. The total period of the Manitos Ice Age civilization Appreciate prior to the rule of... Yes, sir. Prior to the rule of mortal humans is therefore about... So, people did it, guy. Prior to the rule of mortal humans. So, what people don't know is when you're dealing with Egyptian history, which is one of the longest histories we got here, it starts six about about 6,000 years ago with the first dynasty of Egypt. This is the Greeks' definition of Egyptian history because this is when they became aware of it. But they have what's called the pre-dynastic period. Even they admit that there's periods of history of rulers prior to what they call regular human man. When the gods ruled, who the gods? Get your copy of the Blue Bible. So I'm talking about the people of Yom, the Kanan, you know what I'm saying? The Negus, Nagas, the Kush, the Dubia. We got them all here. The Mauritania, the descendants of Goliath, Galaif, people of Gala, the Gulagichi. Oh, man, we go back, back. The rule of mortal humans is therefore about 36,525 minus 11,600. That gives you a whopping 24,925 years. That's the 25,000 year history that Elijah Muhammad and them was always talking about. It's, it deals with the measurement of how the earth travels uh, uh, along the houses, the, the star constellations. Uh, it takes 25,000 years. However, according to the science that's revealed in the Blue Bible, when the earth and moon were one body, it took longer. But you got to get your copy. We ain't got time for that. We still talking about the Negro Asiatics. Let's go. And don't forget, the Negro Asiatics had to remap the, the time system and all that after these disasters. So look, 24,925 years, which is approximately the Earth precession period of 26,000 years in the travel time of a light beam from the center of our galaxy to our sun, about 25,000 light years distance. <sighs> Let me read that again for y'all so y'all understand what the... The Egyptians don't measure it by some hundreds of years or even a millennium thousand. They go by 25,000 year uh, and we're taught a nation is not. 24,925 years, and I'm a nation of God's earth, but I'm just giving y'all the whole sign, which is approximately really, I'm God body, you know, blue guys in the house, Dr. Inky, black Illuminati, y'all know what's going on. 
So anyway, <laughs> the time of travel takes for the light beam from the center of our galaxy to the sun, about 25,000 light years distance. It may have been the time of construction of the Gaza complex of the Sphinx and the pyramids, including the Great Golden Pyramid. The Ice Age civilization may have been more spiritual and less crudely technological than the present rule of mortal humans. This unconventional interpretation of Manitho's chronology is not inconsistent with his list of 30 Egyptian dynasties from about 2920 BC to about 343 BC. But it does extend his chronology from being a history of the past to a history of the past and future in which we are now living near the end of the rule of mortal humans. Damn. Y'all ain't know Crip Jesus was going to come bring y'all the prophecy tonight. Y'all welcome. Next page, please. <laughs> the Blue Bible. Now, we're not talking about the Bible in Africa and Hebrew. That's all you niggas want to talk about. We talk about the Negro Asiatics and how they tie in. And are they us? Are we them? Where it goes? Okay. So for all my God bodies, for all my people in here that do like that type of knowledge, let me quote a degree for y'all. It goes, the understanding degree, or for in layman's terms, the third degree of the one through 14. It goes, why did we let half original man, Columbus, discover the poor part of the earth and how long ago? Now, calling him half original is because we are taught that Columbus was half of what we call today black or what the Moors would say a Moor. At this point in time, it would be a Moor from Italy and his father would be a Moor. Right? On a lot of those times. This is why he had access to those maps, the Perry Reese map, which showed the whole earth, which showed the west and the east, like I show right here as one in the back of the blue box. Now, <clears throat> the point is, when it says half original man Columbus discovered the poor part of planet Earth, how did we let him? You gotta understand. Why, how did we have control of the Earth to let him? If you think about it, the time Columbus said the old 1492. How was you already selling ocean blue in 1492 if y'all just barely even got the Moors out of here in 1492? Because they didn't get them out of there. They converted them to Catholicism. <clears throat> The Moors helped them create Catholicism. So basically, it was a, what side you on? That don't mean your blood, skin, hair, anything changes. That's what my brother Chief X needs to understand. That I'm trying to get him to understand. Like the brother Inky said, we're having sex. The Christians, the Muslims, the Jews were all having sex. They called them Moriscos, Morena, Moreno. They call them love, Amor. This is where the more identity matters at. I'm not trying to moor y'all to death and beat y'all over the head. I'm trying to show y'all that. The Indians, the Mongols, the Moors, the Egyptians, the last cars, they all got separated by them separating and take the term off the table. Because a lot of these people met in the middle of the earth, right there in North Africa, in Egypt, in Cairo, in Fez, Morocco, in Cordoba, Spain, in Seville, in Barcelona. These were hotspots for us, the Mediterranean. So they want you to believe that the geniuses that put together the beautiful Bible didn't know about the East people, the people of the Far East. Or what if I told y'all Crip Jesus was here today with the Blue Bible to reveal to y'all 
that they are in the Bible. And I know exactly who they are, where they are, what they are, and what's going on, and who took them out. Let's go. Are Indians in the Bible? Holy people of India are in the Bible. Esther chapter 1, verse 1, chapter 8, verse 9. They are some of the first family of the book of Jesus. Through the years, their names and descriptions have been changed to hide who they are from the general public. The Bible was held in secrecy from an illiterate population of Europeans. During the Dark Ages, the teachings of Christianity were secret like the teachings of Freemasonry. The Bible wasn't made public until John Wycliffe released his translation in 1382. Why is that important? Because in the lessons, it says Christianity is only 551 years old. What was he talking about? Because Inky, me and you both know before that it was Catholicism. Even our people performed Catholicism. Like the, Gaelic, the Gaelic Catholic Church, or that goes with the, yeah. you know, the ancient, you know, the people that spoke, you know, uh, the first time. I think it was Martin Luther who started the Protestants, right? Yeah. And then you have, but but here's the thing: yeah. Martin Luther and them still came after John Wycliffe. Yeah, was the first person to release the Bible in the to English the translation for the public. Didn't oh hold on hold on hold on. <laughs> didn't they uh, kill that nigga? Then yes. Then well, no 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 no. They didn't just kill him though. You got you got to put this into perspective. Mm -hmm. To repay him. For making that Bible public. Yeah, pull it up. Oh, go ahead. I'm over here in the chat. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, what? Well, I'm saying they, they killed him. Then they, they, they dug up. No, they, then they buried him alive. No, no. They buried him alive. Then they killed him. Then they lit him on fire. Then they hung him. I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I know they killed him at least four or five times. They, they, they... Yeah, they wasn't playing with him. They wasn't playing with him about releasing that Bible. And all I'm trying to say is, as far as with the Negro Asiatics, uh, the lessons put it in perspective. But I take it a step further with the Blue Bible. So let me show, show you all. Uh, Buddhism, right? That would be their way of life. So, check this out. This is important. My last name is not a slave name. It was passed down from my greatest father, known in the Bible as Iber. That's I-B-E-R. From Iber, we get Eber, E-B-E-R. That is where the word Hebrew is supposed to come from. It's before Shem, the Semitic, and all that. I'm giving y'all some science here. From Iber, we get Eber, Arab, and Haribu. He is named Prophet Hud. It don't sound nothing like Eber, right? He's named Prophet Hud in the Quran. His tomb is in Hadharamat, Yemen. So if you look for Iber or Eber's tomb, you ain't going to find it. These are characters. That's why they can go anywhere. That's why you can have five-hour debates about them. Prophet Hud. There's a tomb. Even if you try to prove and say, well, that ain't the real tomb, it still goes to a people. There are a tribe of people and a nation of people around that tomb. You get what I'm saying? That go there and, and do pilgrimage there and all that. And it's in Yemen. Remember, we've been talking about Sabah, the Sheba people the whole time. And that tomb is in the side of a mountain, y'all. It goes into the mountain, like, like, like big, like big uh, cave castles. Because it goes back to 
the tribe known as Odd, the giants of Odd. Giants, yeah, coming out the earth because there's seven civilizations, well, six civilizations under us. Oh, it gets deep. His tomb is in Hadharmat, Yemen. He is of the original people of Arabia, the giants of Odd. The Romans called the natives of Arabia the term Saracens. They are truly descendants of the Anu family. The Anu built the ancient structures of the Middle East. Their religion was called Mat, from which we derive the word mathematics. In history, they are called Anunnakis. So we're taking away all the mystery. It, these, this is why he's called Iki, Enlil, all that. These are our people. Going back to words like Noah, Noach, or Enoch. No, yeah, this is our tribe. Enoch goes back to Khufu and them, the builders of the pyramids, the original people. And it's not all lies, neither. I can show you tribes of people like the Vodoma. I break that down in this book. You know what I mean? Who's the Anu and the Anu? Like the Vodoma tribe. Their feet still look like ostrich feet till this day. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, there's still people uh, of us being born with the six nub and all that. We have different forms that we were when we were more pure, the way that we appeared and all that. So when they come with the alien forms and all that, really pay attention to what's being said. We are the natives, not the Hebrews. Their father was a Babylonian from Ur of Chaldea named Abraham. His name is Asian, as in Al-Brahmin, the father of the teachers of East Asia named Brahmins. He was not of the tribe of the gods. He didn't learn our ways until he was 99 years old. Look at Genesis chapter 17, verse 24. Mm -hmm. So in Genesis chapter 17, verse 24, he goes to Egypt and he gets introduced to the ways of the God. And that's when he gets circumcised for the first time. So how can he be the ancestor? If he didn't learn till he was 100, how we how the gods was living, how can he be the ancestor of the Middle East? But this is the father of y'all religion. Who y'all gonna lie and say he's Abu Rahman? No, 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 no. He's our Brahmin. Of the eastern that's why he's from ur of chaldea that's why the saracens is who matter because he mixes with sarah of the indigenous people it's her bloodline and then the other bloodline they argue over is when he mixes with hagar the egyptian maid it's her bloodline he's ur of chaldea according to wf muhammad the original brahmins practiced an earlier form of buddhism that was thirty-five thousand years old therefore siddhartha Guatma was not the only Buddha. He was one of many. Come on, man. Tap in. Don't play with it. So what we see here is a culture that goes back to the root of civilization. It goes back to the Abyssinians. The same place, the same route that uh, Christianity goes back, the same route that Islam goes back. You from saying that from there it travels even further back to the Nagas, the Nigas Nagas. Right? Now, can I get back to the presentation? Because I go even deeper in. Oh, it gets deep. Let's go back to the Bible. Did, did they take it out? Yes. Oh, yeah, go to the next slide. What did John Wyclef do in 1382? The corollary of Wyclef's belief that all Christians should learn the faith for themselves was that scripture needed to be translated into their own languages. His most popular achievement was the first complete English translation of the Bible, issued from 1382. This is coming from HistoryToday.com. John Wycliffe condemned as a heteric. 
Next page. Because <clears throat> we got the King James one, right? So let's just let's, let's take the mission there. The Great Bible of 1539 was the first authorized edition of the Bible in English, authorized by King Henry VIII of England. So the those other ones weren't authorized. That goes back to what you said, how they did them. They did them so bad because he overstepped his authority as far as they were concerned. So this was the first time it was authorized, 1539, by King Henry VIII of England to be read aloud in the church services of the Church of England. The Great Bible was prepared by Miles Coverdale, working under commission of Thomas Lord Cromwell, secretary to Henry VIII and Vicar General. In 1538, Cromwell directed the clergy to provide one book of the Bible of the largest value in English and the same setup in, in some convenient place within the said church that ye have care of, whereas your part parishioners may mostly conveniently resort to the same and read it. Now, what does all this mean? I'm here, Creep Jesus, author of the Blue Bible, so I must be a studier of the Bible Bible, right? I wish I wasn't in West LA right now. I was at my house. I'll pull out my minister degree to show y'all I ain't playing. I'm here to show y'all what they did to your Bible, okay? <laughs> so, uh, the brother uh, John Wycliffe is the one who put it in English, pure and simple. Then they made a bunch of translations, spread it around, spread it around. Where there was one where a group of people came together to make a good, uh, authentic, uh, comb through every T crossing, every I dotted version of the English Bible. And it was called the Geneva Bible. Put together right before King James Bible. Can I hit that next slide, please, brother? Leviticus 16.4 is an example of the King James removal. So a lot of, you know, you get some Hebrew Israelite brothers that love King James. This, this. A lot of people just pick and choose with, uh, along the lines of religion. I like the Bible, so I like King James. I like this, so I like that guy. I like the Quran, so I like him, and I don't read that. But when we get into history, science, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, we'll find out real quick and fast that King James was an enemy of the Moorish culture. Well, this is about the people, because in some ways you can define him as Moorish. We get into that in the Blue Bible. I break down the bloodlines. But the point is, though, is that he was against that culture. He didn't want anything about a turban. He didn't want anything about any Indian people. He didn't want anything about anything like that in the Bible. In the Bible, India is called, in the, in the Hebrew tongue, it'd be Hindu. That's where you get the Hindu, right? That all comes from the river Hindu, the Hindus. Uh, river valley just like the Nile river that's the area the indus so the point is he didn't want anything of the culture of the asiatic people the original people of the east in the bible so he starts snatching it out so you have what was in the geneva english bible then you have what was in his right after check it out can i get down the screen you got buddy so right here we have in the uh in the original, he shall put, this is in uh, Leviticus 16.4, he shall put on the holy linen tunic and the linen undergarments shall be next to his body and he shall be belted with the linen sash and dressed with the linen turban. These are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water and put them on. Right? 
Now, the version that King James came out with was, he shall put on the holy linen coat, and he shall have the linen breeches upon his flesh, and shall be girded with the linen girdle, and with the linen mitre shall he be attired. These are holy garments, therefore shall he wash his flesh in water, and so put them on. See, he snatched it all the way out. Not even them no more. By the time he's done with it. Now, do me a favor. Remember, I skipped a few things. So can you go back up? And I'm going to close it out. But I want to show I want to show some evidence of what I'm talking about. Because I know I talk. I know I know I, I got a slick tongue, y'all. I know it sounds and feels good. But I want to show y'all something before I go. There we go. Right there. Where it says Black Snake. That one right before. Right before. Right before that one. Yeah, right there. So, uh, Blacks in Asia. China's first dynasty and emperor founded by King Tang, or Top who was black. The earliest documented rulership of China was the Shang Dynasty or Tang, 1500, which is credited with bringing together the elements of China's earliest civilization. The Shang was given the name Na Ki, Na Black, Ki, Man. So Na is like black, Ki like man, like black man. Na Man, right? Na Ki. Because even the Ki, you gotta understand, we keep putting it into English because that's what we speak. But if you understand that the the the, the key that that literal C that comes from the Greek. So a lot of times when you get the K, it may go to another language as the G, or it may have still the equivalent of etymology. So this is just like saying Naga or Nagi, you know, Naki under the Black Dynasty. The Black Chinese established the basic forms of graceful calligraphy that has lasted to the present day. The first Chinese emperor, the legendary Fu His, from 2953 to 2383 BC, was without doubt black and his African brothers and sisters established government, social institutions, and cultural inventions. Okay. So that's the Shang Dynasty, y'all. And that's big because you guys see as far as what I'm saying, the Nagi and the Naga, that's where they get the dragon from. Because remember, that's the serpent. So that's us. Feel me? Can you get that next slide? Because this deals with what I keep talking about with the Buddhism of 35,000 years. That next slide. The Blue Bible names the San people, the tribe of Al-Jabbar from West Java and the Asiatics. So I didn't even get into the tribe of Al-Jabbar. Y'all got to grab the Blue Bible, man. It's, it's a lot. I go in there, man. But look. I didn't even get into that in this episode because we're going straight in. At about 35,000 BC, some of these people took this route and entered Japan. They became the first humans to inhabit the Japanese islands. Later, another group known to us as Ainu followed. Today, their genes can still be found in 40% of modern Japanese as well as Mongolians and Tibetans, past and present kings and queens. Now, let me go into that because remember on the page I said the Saracens, the original people of the Middle East, were truly descendants of the Ainu Anu, right? So let me go, let me take a step back. I said I wasn't going to do this, but I can't leave here without doing that. So look, at page 32 of the Blue Bible. This is one of the big mysteries. Millions of lies have been spread with the intent of hiding the identity of the aliens. The, uh, the people of Ali, the Aliians, 
Pictures of cartoon characters in outer space are used to discredit their travels as astronauts. Illustrations and myths of Anunnaki's are used to conceal the truth of the original tribes that included the Ainu, Anu, and Vadoma. Even the aliens amongst us no longer believe in themselves and call themselves plainly black people. So what we see here is in full-fledged erasing of an entire history of people. And this still goes on in Japan, Korea, China, Thailand, Mongolia, in the history of the Mongols. They don't even talk about them having any uh, of our people in them or about their connection with Islam. They suppress all of that. You feel me? Even calling them barbarians. It's like Berber. You feel what I'm saying? So they suppress all of that connection, though. And they make everybody separate. You know? And, it, and we got a degree that, calls, that says that. It says, why is the devil call people Africans? Make our people of North America believe that the people on that continent are the only people they have and they're all savage. He bought a trading post in the jungle on this continent. The original people live on this continent. They're the ones who strayed away from civilization and live in the jungle life. The original people call this continent Asia, but the devils call it Africa to try to divide them. He wants us to think that we are all different. Feel me? So it talks about this all through the lessons. I don't know, you know, a lot of the guys just ignore it. But it talks about this all through the lessons, how we are the original people of the term Asia and Asiatic as well. And these terms have all been divided and separated and differentiated to each other from each other to keep us divided, separated, and differentiated from each other. Amen. Feel me? And that's all I really want, you know what I mean? To let y'all know the blue people I'm talking about is the blue guys, you feel what I'm saying? So black, you're blue. <laughs> the avatars, you know. I think that was a good, I think that was a good meal tonight you cooked up. Appreciate that. You know, so uh, y'all can reach me on Instagram at Holy Crib Jesus. That's H-O-L-Y-C-R-I-P-J-E-S-U-S. You can reach me on Facebook. Uh, I had to sneak back on Facebook. They've banned everything I've been on so many times. So on Facebook, I'm just Brandon Rivers. It ain't even no Bay. It ain't no nothing. It's just Brandon Rivers. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, I'm on <laughs> on Twitter. Is a Crip Jesus Blue God. That's C-R-I-P-J-E-S-U-S-B-L-U-G-O-D. Uh, but really, y'all, that's a lot of stuff to remember. And with everything I just said tonight, I don't expect y'all to remember that. So really just go to CripJesus.com. I got all the things there. You can find my music. You want to learn more about me, you go to hit the little link that says the Black Illuminati. Even got another link that says Baby Jesus, where it talks about my little homie and, you know, how we met out there. We traveled all around. We got another part called uh, Contact, where you can just contact me. You want to hit me about buying some merch, uh, private lessons, whatever. You want to get your copy of the Blue Bible. Like, we got links there where you can order the Blue Bible. We even got an ebook version. But if you want to get a personal copy from me, have me sign it and all that, send it directly to you, go to the website and contact me. Leave your number and all that. You feel me? Uh, Cripjesus.com. You feel me? Real simple. No, okay. but the Negro Asiatics is real, baby. And just for y'all that's wondering, uh next on top of Asia is Siberia. So when they tell you the story about the side, you know, walking across the Siberian Strait and all that, we've been traveling that way for a long time as well. 
You, know, you might have to you might have to put something together next week for Siberia. It's never ending, man. Let's get it. All right, let's go. Down the street in my six foe. That blue mat. Clocking the freaks. Clocking the dough. That blue mat. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up. That blue magic. A fresh El Camino rolling kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, It's all about. You know, I know a fiend when I see one, right? Because the boys in the hood are always. They got the blue magic on hood. They got the blue magic on her. Myron! Oh, I can't stand! Myron! What? What are you doing? What you doing? What you talking about my doing? You reading them nasty books again, right, Myron? Nobody read no nasty books, man. You scared the hell out of me. What you talking about, man? Well, I ain't did that in about two weeks. What you you called yesterday two weeks? What you reading? What you reading? I, 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 you scared the goddamn book, man. Dr. Inky, I went on Amazon and got three Dr. Inky books because I'm reading about melatonin and bioxymetry. What is, Myra, that's not even a, first of all, it's not melatonin and whatever it is that you just said. It's melanin and biochemistry. You can't even pronounce the word, so how you reading? How you reading, Myra? I'm not looking at the pictures. I'm not looking at the pictures. I got the books right here. I'm looking at the pictures. You know, it ain't, no, ain't nothing nasty about this. So what are you talking about? I got all the books right here. What are you talking about? Myra, you don't even know how to read. Every time we get mail, you bring it to me. You Man. think I don't know that? I went to hook, I, I, I hooked on things. Now, what's your I, I, I was a hooked on things, so I know I know how to read. They as a win. As a win, because first of all, hooked on phonics, I believe, is for kids. There's no such thing as hooked on things. And if I recall, you're the same person that thought reindeer was pronounced reender, and you're the same person that thought pigeon was pronounced piggy on. So it makes sense that you went to hooked on phonics. That's just a dumbass. No, you, you always trying to say somebody can't read. I know exactly what I'm talking about, man. I'm reading the books. I got the book. I got the goddamn receipt right here. I got the goddamn receipt right here for the, for the books. Who are you talking about? Well, you need to return them for somebody who know how to read them. And I still don't. It's probably all type of stuff in the inside of the books, Myron. That's how sneaky you are. Give me the books. Give me the books, Myron. No, Give me the books, Myron. Give me the books, Myron. I'm not giving you no. I got these books on Amazon. I'm not giving you the books. Bye. 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 And last but not least, Baba Phil teaches how to turn crack cocaine 
into a pineal gland activating substance. Okay, it could be crack. You know about what a sigil is. You know what a sigil is. Well, you have become a sigil. You become a sigil for this, this world that the computer is building. And you are the ones that's teaching the computer what a human is. And that's the reason why they, are, they, they put that cocaine in there. Because the M-dimethyltryptamine, when you snort that up, it kicks in the N-dimethyltryptamine. And your body has the strongest psychotropic, I don't care if it's cocaine, it could be, it could be crack, cocaine, it could be crack, all of that. Your body has the highest... One more time. Cocaine, it could be crack. You know about what a sigil is. You know what a sigil is. Well, you have become a sigil. You become a sigil for this uh, this world that the computer is building. And you are the ones that's teaching. Can't you tell Can't that you I came tell from that the dope game? Cocaine, it could be crack. You know about what a sigil is. You know what a sigil is. Well, you have become... Period. You just got to have the nutrients. So are you going to pay a thousand dollars to have this nutrient profile circulating in your blood or you gonna pay 65 dollars it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun you heard